you're listening to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, presented by Brandon Elliott. This show will be going over all aspects of real estate investing and is intended to educate, motivate, and prepare you to take action on your first or next real estate investment. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Elliott. Very excited today. We are doing a recording for the episode. Obviously, we're still in quarantine right now, so we're having a lot of fun with all the chaos that's going on out there, but the, the show must still go on. It's such a pleasure to have Chris, my brother. How you, how you doing? Doing awesome. Thanks for having me here. Looking forward to hanging. Yeah, man. I'm excited that you're on here. You're in the D.C. area. So uh, I grew up in New Jersey, so close by, you know, like neighbors. But you've been in the game for the last few years now, about 2012 or so. You jumped in, started going more heavy in the game. And you have a biblical background, right? Ministry in the past. Um, So I I love that aspect. You know, what I want to talk to you about today is basically referrals and basically dead leads, right? We all have systems in place within our real estate businesses or any businesses in, in general, that potentially people might come your way and you know it might not fit within your box, but then you're just kind of like shooing people off and you can't do anything with it. So how can we actually monetize these and either refer it to somebody else that specializes in that niche or whatever it may be to actually still make it a win-win situation, help and serve the other person that's looking for guidance in this area and still make a coin from it, right? But before we dive into all that stuff, for anybody out there that doesn't know exactly who you are, do you mind just diving into who you are, where you're from, like what what you're about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give like the quick one minute version. You know, I, I got married in 2000 and was on staff with an organization called Young Life. I loved it. It was awesome. Changed my life. But uh, in 2003, my wife got pregnant and living on $20,000 a year does not work in the DC area. You know, it might work somewhere. There might be places you can make it work, but DC area, like, I mean, not, you can't even do a one bedroom apartment with that. So I went out, started reading all the books on investing. I could end up uh, flipping houses, looking for distressed properties, you know, made in four months, 12 times what I made in a year. And, uh, you know, did really well and kind of got, you know, continued doing ministry stuff. I guess 2012, you know, I've got six kids now, you know, I probably should have gotten another hobby, you know, but you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I have six kids and uh, money started running out really quickly when you have six kids. And so I started flipping houses again. And then uh, I have a doctorate in leadership. You know, I'd always led large teams in ministry. And so I read Gary Keller's MREA book, Millionaire Real Estate Agent book. And it just made a lot of sense with the, the teams that I'd led before. Yeah. And uh, so I started building a, a retail residential team with like a massive pillar of investor side deals because that's just where I came from as well. And, you know, really have worked out something where we've been able to mesh the two sides in a, in a really, really high level. I think that's where retail is going more, more like that. And I think that the whole future of real estate is going to have more of a mesh between the retail and the investor side of the, of the business. That makes sense. I mean, I'm starting to see that over here in California just more people starting to network and connect to, to make those win-win situations. So yeah, that, that totally makes sense. So what does your systems and everything look like? Like, what do you specialize in? I know you have 
you know, the realtor side, brokerage, and, um, and you know, you're, you're pushing out a lot of inventory. You know, you guys, are, you guys are doing some numbers. But as far as the investing side, you're picking up some properties as well and, and helping out more people? Yeah, yeah. So I'll personally do a couple deals, a couple wholesales a year myself. Um, that's, that's definitely not the big piece of my business. It's not the, the massive piece, but uh, you know, I'll do, you know, I don't know. I mean, may, I might, might do as much as, as like one a month, one every other month, or just be a part of another deal like that we were putting together. I've got a condo conversion in, in DC I'm a part of. I've got another one I'm working on today that, you know, I'll be a part of. But, but the real piece that I see that's really huge, you know, just because I've got a lot of friends that are, are you know, investors throughout the country. Yeah. And what I found is, I mean, they'll spend, you know, with, with just the friends that I'm close with, if you added up all the money that they spent every month, like these are close friends, every month just added up their spend, you know, we're talking about probably half a million dollars to a million dollars a month that they're spending. Almost all of them, very few, there's a couple of them that have real estate agent sides of their business, but most of them don't because doing both sides has just been really hard. And the ones that do, very few of them, it's, it's very profitable for them. So yeah. what we have done is created a, a relationship with, we, there's a massive investor that we're good friends with, but then a, a number of other investors as well that they're just, we're, we're helping them take their leads that they literally were just throwing away leaving on the side, you know, maybe giving to agents, but not focusing on because they're not making any money on it. And we're taking those leads. And I really do believe that we've cracked the code on how to get those leads turned into dollars. And so what we're working on is, is connecting agents to investors and be able to, to do those deals there. And so that, so I've, I've even created a course on it and, you know, really working hard to help agents and investors be able to monetize these trash, turn trash into cash, right? So yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. That's so good. I love that. So with your course, I didn't even know that you had the course like that. That's what it was geared towards. I know you mentioned course, but I didn't realize that's what it geared towards. So if you don't mind, break down some of the course, what that looks like. And, you know, maybe, maybe like a little sneak peek of uh, just some gold nuggets within there that you think would be valuable to the listeners. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, the first thing you got to know is your value proposition, right? If you, if you don't know your value proposition when you walk in a door. So there's all these, like, I mean, if you're dealing with a real estate agent that can't tell you 50 reasons why you should work with them instead of somebody else, you're not working with the right real estate agent. I mean, that's just the whole thing. You know? If you don't walk in with a little bit of swagger, then you know, you're, you're not doing it. The second thing is anybody that calls an investor is they know they're willing to give up some money. Okay. So, so I just bought like my dream truck uh, a little while ago. And, uh, and when I, I ended up trading in my car to get, to get my truck, you know, I, I just love it. I have you like I love like my. Oh, I, I've been. I saw, I saw on uh, on social media actually. I think you were like jumping something. Yeah, right yeah exactly. I love it. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I I would, we're we're building a, a farm, and so uh, I was out there, and uh, and I'm like, man, I was like, if I got a truck that's made for Baja racing, then I'm gonna. I need like, to go dude. out, and so I was like, well, let's do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> It was, you know, it was so fun. But, uh, but when I went, I took my old car and I knew I'd make more money. I'd probably make another two grand if I would have sold it on, on Craigslist. But sure. you know what? I'm just, it's not worth my time. I mean, I, so I traded in the, the car, but we all know that when you trade in your car to dealership, you're going to make less money than if you sold it on Craigslist. Right. Yep. But, but why do we trade in cars for 
for convenience, for yeah. whatever reason. There, there's a reason. So anybody that's calling a real estate investor, they know that they're going to be taking a discount on their house for some sort of trade. Like maybe sure. it's easier. Maybe they believe it's, it's they couldn't sell it on the open market. Maybe they just want a fast sale. Maybe they're in distress. Maybe what, whatever the reason is. And, and there's, there's yeah. only like eight or nine reasons. And we all know if, you, if you've done much investing, you hear the same reason over and over again, yeah. right? So bottom line is you find out what their reason is, you go in and you, you solve their problem. The people that, that make the most money in the world, they solve problems. So, so you got to know what your value prop, proposition is. You got you to gotta own the, the, the first call, right? You got you to, gotta, on the call, you need to find out a couple things. You need to find out when they look looking to sell, why they're looking to sell. You need to find out how much they owe on the property, how much they want for the property. And then you can, then you can craft your your offer for them. Because if you go in as a real estate agent, they know their brother's uncle who cuts hair is also a real estate agent, right? You're not <laughs> yeah. gonna win that deal at all. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing, they want something easy. So if you walk in as a problem solver and you're able to tell them what you can do, like let's say they want 200,000 for the house, it's worth maybe ARV is like 275, it needs 25K worth of work, you know, after paying, agent fees or whatever, it's too slim for a wholesale deal or a fix and flip, right? Sure. But I say, okay, 200,000, if you want 200,000, I could sell it as is for, I don't know, 245, you know, I could sell it as is. And I could like put in a commission there of like 7% because like, I don't tell, talk to them about commission. I just talk to them about the net that they're going to make, which is what they want. And honestly, oftentimes they make more than the net. And yeah. so, I'm able, my, my average commission in my area is, is 4.2%. We're averaging more than 6% because we're just solving problems. And that's yeah. it. We're, we're talking to them the same way an investor would talk to them. And so, but we haven't gone in and, and offered them the, you know, an offer that's, you know, hundred grand below what they want. So we haven't broken, broken their trust and then said, oh, well, you don't want to do that. Then let me list your house. Cause that doesn't work either because they've, you've already lost them at that point. You, you have to walk through it. So anyway, I'm kind of jumping a little bit, but the, you know, I, I hope that it kind of explains a little bit of what we're teaching in the class and how we're, we're teaching to do that. And also why there's a better one, two punch with, instead of you going in and, and offering your price, when you know that it's not going to work, you get you get yeah. an agent. You get the agent that understands it to come in because then, then they they haven't felt like they've gotten that gut punch where you you've offered something way below what they can take, what they're willing to take. You know, whatever it is, you pre-qualified it out already. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's all about asking those qualifying questions and then just setting it up for success to be able to solve their problems. It's so good. I'm glad that you brought that up. So, yeah. how are you getting these leads? So, you know, most of them come from, we've got a, a handful of investors that we work with, one, one really big one, and then uh, a handful of other ones, and they'll send over the leads to us, and then we close them. You know, they pre-qualified that there's not a deal there. Maybe it's a short sale. Maybe it's, you know, maybe there's just no meat on the bone. Maybe it's what, whatever it is, they'll just send it over, because it's not worth their time to go try to close it when they've already, they already know. I mean, let's say somebody brings in, what, what we see is, if somebody brings in, 20 leads a month, probably 10 of them, you know, maybe, maybe t let's just say 10 of them are just tire kickers that you call and they don't really want to sell. Right. And then of the other 10 that are there, maybe you get one deal and then, you know, five other of them are going to, are going to sell with another investor and then five others are going to sell to an agent. Right. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just using yeah, yeah. numbers like that. And so here's the thing. If you get your one deal and then you take these other nine that are going to sell 
and you get them teed up to close with somebody that can actually close them because those other four that are going to go to another investor that will pay more, you know, if you have, if you're able to speak in terms of their interests and solve their problems and make them more money on a listing, then boom, they'll do it. As long as you have your model and you can speak to them in a crafted way that, that sells well. And then those other five that are going to work with an agent, I mean, tee it up so that you're getting a referral fee from those, the agents. So you, you basically can make, almost as much money on those other deals that you weren't going to win anyway as you do on your one deal that you wholesale or, or you fix and flip. That's so good. I love it. So when it comes down to your team, how many people do you have on there currently? A residential team is going to do, you know, we're going to do about 600 transactions this year. Of that, we've got 14 in the uh, DC, Maryland, Virginia area. And then we've got, I believe we're at seven down in, uh, in the Richmond, Virginia area. And then we've got a pretty massive back office as well to, to service all, all of that. So yeah, that's kind of the breakdown of our team. Okay, nice. So I know you mentioned earlier off mic that just last year alone, it was $40,000 in referral fees, correct? Last month. Last oh, month. Last month. Yeah. Last month. Okay. So just yeah. in a month, you were able to bring in an additional $40,000. No, no, I was, I sent 40,000 to investors, to investors. Like, so we kept, we kept a big, you know, big piece of it, but what we sent to investors was $40,000. That's found money, brother. That is found money that, that they were just thrown away. And, you know, we were able to monetize that for them. So you guys made a lot more than 40,000. Yeah, we did. We did really well. We had a great month last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paid out forty thousand dollars on referrals just last year. Just last or month. Just last yeah. month. Last month. I keep on saying year because it just naturally clicks in my brain. Forty thousand for referrals. You know, that's a yeah. Good I mean, thing. bro, good, but how would how would that change your business if you could zero base all of your marketing because yeah. because of that? Like, I mean, literally, you zero base. You get all your marketing paid for, and then you're able to to. I mean do whatever you want with it. Maybe you make more money, but the reality is most of us would probably invest a lot of that back into their business. And if you, let, let's say you, let's say you just get a three X ROI on your, on your marketing, right? 40,000, that, that's 120 grand extra top line revenue for next month. Right? Like how does that change your world? Like it, it, it has to. Yeah. Yeah. That is ridiculously like totally flip flop, uh, life changing. You know, I can't, I can't even, fathom that's literally just like taking all the meat off the bone like not leaving anything <laughs> yeah absolutely something that really stands out behind that is that it really turns into the one-stop shop because you're not turning people away you know they can they can always trust you and come to you if if you can always make it happen or connect somebody within your circle to be able to solve their problems which is awesome and if you can make some money from it then more to you so let's talk about that and how the hell you're able to set up systems to be able to get an additional 40,000 just to investors last month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like 17 different pieces that you go okay. through to really understand. And, and part of it, it's not only, um, it's not only just how do you talk to these type of people or close these type of leads. Part of it is, is, there are some things you've got to do to be a really good salesperson. So uh, like I talked about the value, the value proposition before one of the things there, like step one is this is, has nothing to do just with this piece. Step one is write down 
50 reasons why somebody would have to be a total idiot not to work with you. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and here's the deal. The, so, the, so the name of my podcast, the name of my uh, Facebook group is uncommon real estate. Right. And yeah. I think most people are common and that that's the deal. Most people are common and common people do common things. Right. Well, this is, this is what common would be. Oh, I, I got five reasons. I got 10 reasons. Well, I asked for 50 reasons. Okay. Like I want 50 reasons why. And, and after about 20 reasons, you're going to have to start racking your brain and start have to think, but, but to get to 50, once you get to 50, you're like, you start to believe your own press. Right. And then when you walk in, you're going to walk with swagger your chin's going to be up. Your, your chest going to be puffed out. You rip open your chest. You're going to see a heart of a lion in there and you're going to, you're going to win. Right. Yeah. Cause nobody, people want to walk with winners. Nobody wants to walk with the loser. You walk in and this is, this is whether you're buying a house, whether you're wholesaling a house, whether you're fixing, flipping, whether you're an agent, regardless, when you walk in knowing that like, like in the core of your being and your cells permeate the fact that you believe that they would be an idiot to work with anybody other than you, that just changes the game. You walk in with an act, like you are walking in and like expecting to win. So that's, that's you're, you're kind of yourself for your mindset. So you are like, no hold bars. You are going to win. And you're going to exactly, take it. Exactly. My brother-in-law uh, played soccer for Messiah college and uh, they won 12. Uh, he was the, the captain of the team his senior year. They won 12 out of 14 years. They won the national championship. And one of their things is we walk like champions, like, like just straight up. They expected to win when they stepped on the field. And bottom line is when you walk into an appointment, you should expect to win. So, so like understanding that, that winning in this, you know, one, it's scripting, one, it's framing it well. You know, if you show up, you know, as an agent and you pull out your listing presentation, you've lost. You need to show up. And you've already done your prequal. You know what they want. You crafted a solution because the people that make the most money are the people that solve other people's problems. And, and you do that, but, but you, you walk in as a good salesperson being able to hear what they want and diagnose it. And here, here's a good example. So I played rugby in college. I jacked up my shoulders. I've had three shoulder surgeries here, one shoulder surgery here. And I tell this story all the time. You know, I hurt my shoulder a few months ago and I went into the doctor and he does all these things. He's like, does this hurt? Does this hurt? Does this hurt? No, 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 no. And then he does this thing called the crank test and literally puts his arm underneath my armpit and then just cranks on it. And like, I squealed like, like, like my little three-year-old daughter yeah. and I just, just squealed. He's like, so I guess that hurts. And I'm like, yeah. And so then he does it again. He just does it again. And the crazy thing is that's what our job is here is to find the pain yeah. because somebody is selling, there's some sort of pain that this requiring them to sell to an investor. You find the pain and then the doctor pushed on it. And then what did he do? He pushed on it again, you know, so he was there and then he was able to write the prescription. And so that's what we do as salespeople. We find the pain, we push on it, we talk about it. Then we talk about it a little bit more. So they're feeling a little uncomfortable in their current situation. And then you give them the prescription. You say, this is how I'm going to solve your problem. And then they say, where do I sign? And it, it's no longer about, you know, a 6% commission because you're not a real estate agent. You're, you're somebody there solving their problem. And that's why you're able, we're able to win and help the, uh, you know, help the investors make a lot more money, help us make more money and a win-win for everybody. I feel like I'm doing too much talking. Sorry. No, no, I love it. It's so good that I, I needed to hear all that to really be able to uh, dive into it more. When it comes down to the problems, I'm sure you guys are getting a ton of right around uh, the same type of problems, but there's still probably a good amount of categories. 
what type of problems are you hearing the most? Yeah, so um, so here's one. Oh, my house is too much of a, you know, it's, it's in too much disrepair for me to sell on the open market, right? Yeah. That's an easy one. And then, you know, here's the deal. Stories sell, right? Like we have stories and anybody in our network, you know, we have our, our script and we have our stories and anybody in our network, you know, my stories become their stories. So, so you just tell the stories of, of houses that, that were just like this one and we put it on the market and we worked our program and within five days under contract, full price offer or more than a full price offer. And we worked through it with the financing side, you know, basically answering all their objections there. So that's, that's one of them. I don't want people walking through my house. So we get the finance, we get the, uh, um, you know, just like a, like a wholesaler would do, you know, you create your open house times where people can come in during set periods of time. I don't want to put it on the market because, you know, I'm friends with realtors and it would hurt their feelings if I did. My father's an agent, my whatever's an agent. So, you know, we talk about our model, our program, you know, I mean, heck, I sold a girl's house last year whose dad was an agent. You know, So like, I mean, that's one of them. Um, I mean, all the, all the same things that you hear when you walk in houses. I mean, you hear all the same objections. So, so we have basically the answer to all, all of the different objections and you know what's coming, right? Like, they all have the same objection. Sure. So, so, <laughs> so yeah. there, same, same objections that any investor. Yeah, yeah, of course. That makes sense. So when it comes down to some problems, some objections that you're coming across, you know, have you found yourself in one of those situations, like the average person that you just don't know how to solve that problem or, you know, how you can get creative to come up with a solution? No, I mean, I mean, there's, there's a solution to, to every problem, you know, like, I mean, that's the whole thing is, is the second you're not a problem solver, the second you're not thinking like that, you're being like everybody else. And, and why do they need you? And I'm, I'm just going to be straight up. If you're not solving somebody's problem, you don't deserve to get paid for it. Like, that's just it. That's so, so, good. so yeah, that's, that's, that's my take is like, you know, so for the, the agents that I'm, I'm teaching and coaching on our team and, and, you know, one of the things that we do is do our case studies of deals that we didn't get. And then we just say, and, and I would say this is great for investors as well as agents, as well as anybody in sales. Take the deals you didn't get and play Groundhog Day, right? And ask yourself, if I had this, this meeting to do over and over and over again from start to finish until I got it right, what would I have done differently? Because I would imagine that, that most of the deals you go on that you don't get if you were more skilled, if I was more skilled and I would have handled it better, I would have actually been able to get it. If I could have done it a hundred times, I, at one of those times in those hundred times, I would have walked away better. But most of us don't take the time to evaluate those, those appointments. And when we don't evaluate, we don't learn. And then we do it again and we lose it again. And that's called paying the stupid tax. And you know, I just don't, you know, we, we all pay the stupid tax, but there's no, no reason to be, you know, paying that over and over and over again. Right. No, that's so true. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I've had a, I've paid the stupid tax a few times and, uh, one of these times we're going to learn, right. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. let's, let's talk about the course just for a hot second. What, uh, what inspired you to actually create the course and how long have you had it now? Yes. Yeah, so it's fairly new. One of the masterminds that I'm in, you know, a bunch of these guys, we were all down, down in Mexico together and uh, we're talking and almost all of them are, are mainly on the investor side and uh, of the business. And I was just sharing what I was doing and 
like I realized, you know, more at that point, because a lot of these guys are doing this at a very, very high level on the investor side. I realized it wasn't just my area, but it's everywhere where investors are just throwing away their dead leads that, that everybody's tried it. They've like almost all of them had tried opening up their own brokerage, tried opening up their own team, tried giving it to top two producing agents, try like just tried a lot of things and real and not made any money on it. And so they say, it's just not worth my time. And then they throw them away. And I was like, dang, we've got something really special here that we're doing. And so I'm like, man, we need to, we could teach people, we could coach people, we could help people do this at a much higher level, you know, and figure out a way that I can monetize it, they can monetize it. And, uh, and also for agents, you know, as I'm seeing, I said, this is where I think we're going. You see like Zillow and, and like open, like there's all these iBuyer programs. And so what the iBuyer programs are trying to do is merge the investor and the agent world a yeah. lot more so that that comes together. So I, I just feel like that is the future of real estate is this merging of the investors. So that one investor that I talked about, the, the, the bigger one that we have the best relate like the best relationship with there. I mean, honestly, we're not, our businesses are not combined, but we basically are business partners. I've helped make them a lot of money and they've also helped make me a lot of money. And so the health of both of our businesses, you know, has grown tremendously because of that relationship. And so I, I just think that there's, so much value in being in relationship with people that, that can help monetize each other's businesses. Yeah, that's so good. So with your course, where can people find more information about it? My, my website, chrisgraddick.com, just my name, chrisgraddick.com. And, uh, you know, there's a place to sign up for that. I've also got a, a millionaire reading list, you know, because one of my favorite things to do in the world is teach. Like I said, I've got a doctorate in leadership, helping yeah. other people succeed is one of my favorite things. I love Zig Ziglar. You can have everything you want in life. If you help enough other people get what they want in life. And so serving, teaching, leading um, is, is like literally a passion of mine that I just, I just love. So, so my website, chrisgraddick.com, um, you know, our, our Facebook group, group, Uncommon Real Estate, you know, that's where, you know, easiest way to interact with me and our, our crew and our world. Yeah, that's what it's about. I love it. Any other way that people can get a hold of you? Yeah, you know, Instagram, Cradrock, C-R-A-D-D-R-O-C-K. Got to love old high school nickname. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that, friend me on Facebook, whatever, you know. So, yeah, happy to, happy to help and serve. You know, my real estate team really started December 2014. And in five years, we grew to well over, you know, about 120 million. And I think one of the main reasons is just because of relationships. I think every leveling up I've ever had in my life has coincided with new friendships and relationships that have helped me think bigger and different. So yeah, you know, I also believe your net worth is equal to your network. So I'm happy to uh, continue to, to networking and growing and building friendships and relationships with other high level people. Love it. So what is it, what does your future look like? Like what, what, are, what kind of goals does Chris have moving in the future? Yeah. You know, I, I just would love to, to get more into the teaching coaching role as well. I just, I love helping people succeed. And then our team, you know, I just want our team to continue to grow and have our footprint expand. You know, we've got one expansion team. We're looking at just other markets as well. How, how do we continue to expand? So those are some of the things there. And just, just continuing to, uh, to kind of help mesh and merge the investor and the agent world, I think, is, uh, I, I think that's the future of real estate. And, you know, I want to be a few steps ahead so that, you know, as, you know, especially right now with the coronavirus and the recession coming, I think there's a massive transfer of wealth coming. And I just want to be on the right side of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good point, which leads to my final question. You know, with everything going on right now in the world, all the craziness out there, 
what do you believe the future will actually hold and what would you recommend to the newer investors out there that are that are getting started trying to get their feet wet or just build their systems a little bit better so they can take advantage of the opportunities out there just like you have yeah so the first thing i would say is this and it may sound like i'm not answering your question but i want to like 100% so i want to kind of explain yeah. what i'm saying real quick is our relationships are one of the biggest assets that we have. So what I would say for the newer investors is find people that are, are ahead of you and spend time with them because by spending time with them, you're going to learn to think like they think and you're going to learn to think in a different way. So your business will always grow to the extent that you grow. And the reason why you are going get, to get caught with a glass ceiling is because you're not growing fast enough. And the best way to grow is not just to do what successful people do, but learning to think like successful people think. Cause that's gonna, that's, it's just gonna change your whole world. And so what I, you know, I have like almost like a personal board of directors in my own life, you know, people that are good at, you know, just cause you're good at being a dad doesn't mean you're an awesome businessman. And just cause you're an awesome businessman doesn't mean you're good at being a dad. And uh, you know, the cool thing that we have is we get to choose our profits, you know, the profits that we have in our life. And so find people that are ahead of you and start learning to think like they think, interact with them, ask them questions, just sit at their feet and be humble and learn from them. So that's what I would say is like the number one thing. And it may sound like I'm not answering the question by giving like a one, two, three step in real estate, but I promise you that right there is where wisdom is found. And if you seek out wisdom, I promise you, it's going to pay you way more than any one or two wholesale deals or fix and flip deals ever will. And just learn wisdom, learn to think like these people that are way ahead of you think. I promise you, that is the biggest payoff you're ever going to have. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's all gold nuggets right there because at the end of the day, your, your network, you know, just networking with people, it does end up coming down to, you know, uh, just giving you more opportunities at the end of the day. So it does put everything, everything else, all the other chaos out there, it all aligns itself to solve your problems at the end of the day, which is awesome. So very good, brother. Well, I appreciate your time so much. I really do. Anybody out there that is, is interested in Chris's course, you definitely want to reach out to this man, connect with him, check him out on Instagram, Facebook, and, uh, and reach out to him. If you haven't already, make sure you go hit that subscribe button for Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast and uh, leave a review. Let me know what you guys think. You guys can also reach out to me at brandonelliotinvestments.com. Instagram, it's brandonelliotinvestments. And then facebook.com slash brandonelliotinvestor or facebook.com slash brandonelliotrei. So uh, we will see you on the next one. Appreciate you guys all for tuning in. And uh, Chris, you're the man, brother. Appreciate you. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.